only six days to the NFL draft. So we got six days to talk about this stuff until we actually know what the hell's going to happen. Michael Renner, a pro football focus with a new mock draft. And the news, look, I don't think there's anybody in this draft that's more polarizing than Will Levis. Some people are really pro-Will Levis, some people not. You know what? In Michael Renner's new mock draft, Will Levis falls to the Colts at number four. We're going to talk about Chris Ballard and his ability to draft, and we're going to look at the two drafts that fall in the middle of his era, 2019-2020, and it's really the tale, obviously, of two drafts. One, really, really good. One, not so very good. We'll talk about that. Uh, And then we'll go over a prioritization of the Colts' positional needs and who might fall to them at the level at which they would fill those needs. That company, And James Harden got bounced last night, ejected, and rightly so. You can't do what he did. You can't get in a man's junk trying to clear space for a shot and call yourself a basketball player. Now, the Sixers won anyway, but Harden's making a lot of noise about how that ejection was somehow unfair. This is Breakfast with Kent for Friday, April 21st, 2020. Whoa, it's Little 500 Weekend. Are you kidding me? This, this I got to tell you, for a significant expanse of my life, this was the best weekend of the year. This was Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, 4th of July, all rolled into one beautiful weekend of camaraderie and frivolity with friends. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit, too. Uh, we're brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Jared Johnson, the best plumber that there is. He's replaced our hot water heater, our garbage disposal He's gotten in the crawl space and fixed some pipes. He has done wonderful work at the Sterling household. I recommend him highly. 765-610-8809 is the number. All right, hit that subscribe button. Hit the like button. If you want an alert every time we go live, because we go live early. You know what? Not always at exactly 615, so do not use this as an alarm system. I am not precise with my delivery of this product. At any rate, the alarm works. And we're going to have a little bit later this morning, uh, Jonathan Taylor talking. And then a little bit later today, noon today, Chris Ballard is going to talk to the media. We will have that up almost instantly after he finishes. So uh, get the alarm. And then if you want to make a donation, make a donation. It's nice. I And much appreciated. Let's talk about uh, uh, Michael Renner and his mock draft. You've got Bryce Young going one. You've got C.J. Stroud going two to the Lions after a trade-up with the Houston Texans. Then you've got Will Anderson Jr. going third overall to the Cardinals. Will Levis then going to the Colts. And what Renner says is Ballard prioritizes tools more than any NFL GM, and he has a chance of two, or the choice, of two uber-toolsy prospects. Levis is more battle-tested than Richardson. He can easily start right away for a roster that needs it. So there you go. Meaning that Richardson couldn't start right away, which we kind of know or which we kind of assume. So uh, Levis, the guy, according to uh, Michael Renner. Then he's got Jalen Carter at five, Tyree Wilson at six, uh, Gonzalez, the cornerback out of Oregon at seven, Richardson eight, Skaronsky nine, uh, Van Ness out of Iowa ten. 
So what I thought immediately was, okay, how much can we trust what Michael Renner says about mock drafts? His final mock draft for 2022 had these guys, had Walker going one, that was correct, Hutchison going two, correct, Stingley going three, correct, Akwonu, Akwonu uh, going four, incorrect, he went sixth, Sauce Gardner going seven, incorrect, he went fourth, Cross going sixth, incorrect, he went ninth, Neal did go seventh, then Williams fell to 12th, although uh, Ritter picked him to go eighth, Thibodeau went fifth instead of ninth, and Johnson fell all the way to 26th instead of going 10th. So it seems like top three, he was pretty good. Fourth, not so much. I don't think, I just can't believe that Chris Ballard is going to take Will Levis at four. I just can't. I, I don't see it. I see, When I watch Will Levis play, I see a disconnect from the game. He holds the ball too long. He makes the wrong read. He's just not, he's not seeing the game as it's transpiring. I just don't see it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But that's not about tools. That's about a subjective analysis of what a player does. We'll see what happens. Going to be very, very interesting how this goes uh, six nights from today. Going to be fascinating. We're going to say, wow, a lot, I have a feeling. Uh, Ballard's draft in 2019, here's how it looked. Uh, This this was not his, his greatest work. Uh, with the 34th overall pick, Rocky Asin, uh, you give that a D. Ben Banigou goes 49th after a trade up from 52 to get him. That's an F. Ben Banigou couldn't play. Uh, Paris Campbell, 59th. That's a D because Campbell didn't play a lot, played one season, his contract year, and now he's bounced to the New York Giants. Bobby Okereke went 89th. I give that a B. He's a pretty good player. That's okay. Uh, fourth round, that's good. Or third round, that's good value with Okereke. Uh, Kari Willis with the 109th pick. I give that a B. He's a good player and a great dude. I, I like Kari Willis. Marvell Tell at 144. That's an F. He couldn't play. If you ever watched him at camp, and that's the only place you likely watched him, you know what? Did not play, uh, it, it did not look like a guy who could play, either corner or safety. No matter where you put him, he looked out of place. Uh, EJ Speed at 164, I give that a B, and that could be uh, nudged up to an A if EJ Speed is the guy who replaces Bobby Okereke as a linebacker. Then you've got, uh, you've got Green, uh, Barton, and Patterson, CCC. Because, look, who expected anything out of those guys? You can't give a seventh-round guy, even one who doesn't make the roster, you can't give him an F because you don't expect a seventh-rounder to make the, make the roster, do you? Or, or to be an impact player. 
I started C as the floor in the seventh round and move up. Like with Zaire Franklin, you move him up to an A. Matthew Adams in a previous year, same year as Zaire Franklin. He was an A player. That's where Ballard's pretty good, although this seventh round, not so good. I give Ballard overall for 2019 a C-. That may be generous. Um, 2020, ooh, good at the top. Pittman at 34, Taylor at 41. Good, good, ding, ding. A- minus and A. Then Blackman at 85, that's a C+. Plus. Eason at 122, that's a C, because of course you take him. He was toolsy, and he fell to the fourth round. So you take him and see what happens, and it didn't pan out. I don't blame Chris Ballard. In the moment, I thought it was a pretty prescient pick. Very, very talented guy. Danny Pitter at 149, a C plus. Windsor at 193, that's a D. I, he never played. Uh, Isaiah Rogers at 211, that's an A, if not an A plus. He is a really good cornerback and a good special teams player. That was a good pick. Patman, then Glasgow, both those guys sees. I give the 2020 draft a B. You got to hit at the top of the draft. Yesterday, we talked about 2017 and 2018. And those seventh round picks of Franklin and, and Adams really kind of buffeted the grade, and it shouldn't, right? It, you got to hit at the top. If you don't hit at the top, you're never going to be a winning team. You get, even when you hit in the seventh round, what you hit is mediocrity. Sire Franklin's wonderful and a great success story. But is he going to lead you to a championship? Is, are his skills and is his skill set so dynamic that you're going to win because of them? No. That, and that's no, no flaw of his. That's just the way it is. You win because you hit in the first. The Colts won their championship because they hit on Harrison, on Glenn, on Manning. On James, even though that wasn't part of the Super Bowl thing, he wasn't part of the Super Bowl roster, he was awfully, awfully good and a terrific pick. Uh, then you also hit on Freeney and Wayne. You had a lot of first-round hits, Polian did, and because of those, the Colts won their championship. It also helped they had Robert Mathis. It also helped undrafted free agent Gary Brackett. Yes, yes, yes. First-round pick Joseph Adai. yes. So uh, the roster needs, you need a quarterback. I'd take C.J. Stroud if he falls to you at four. I like Stroud better than I like Levis. And I think there might be some fisticuffs in the draft room for the Colts as Steichen and Ballard debate the relative merits of Stroud and Levis. Because Levis does not have the skill set that, uh, that Steichen covets but he does have the tools that Ballard covets. Might be some fist. There won't be fisticuffs. Wouldn't that be great if there was? You know, what? Levis, hell with you. What? Stroud. Ah! That'd be the greatest. What a video that'd be on Colts.com. Uh, the second most important need is cornerback because they don't have one. They, they, they have Rodgers. They have more in the slot. But at the other corner, they're empty. They don't, facing gone, uh, Gilmore gone, you need a cornerback. Uh, who do we like? We like Forbes and we like Ringo. Forbes is really slight. 
But Ringo's not kind of, he's not, uh, he's really fat. Both are really fast in the 40. But the 10-yard uh, shuttle thing, uh, score for Ringo, a little bit troubling. Both rangy and both kind of fill what uh, Gus Bradley sees as a physical skill set that he would covet in a cornerback. Uh, then edge. I mean, you got Pay, you got Ibukum, and you've got Odangbo. Six sacks, five sacks, five sacks. You need a guy who can put heat on a quarterback. Who is that guy? Maybe Will Anderson. Maybe you take Will Anderson at four, and uh, you get Hooker later. You trade up from 35, I don't know. At 35, you're going to be able to get your corner. You're going to have to make a sacrifice in this draft. At any rate, uh, then you've got wide receiver. Maybe you take a guy like Cedric Tillman out of Tennessee. Uh, Pittman and Pierce are nice two and threes, but you need a guy. Is it fair to assess Pittman and Pierce together given the quarterback chaos of the Colts uh, last year? That's a good question. That's a fair question. Uh, tight ends, you need a tight end. You need a right guard too, but you can get a right guard late in a draft if you need a right guard or if maybe Will Fries is the guy. Uh, you got four mediocre to good tight ends. That doesn't equal an elite tight end. That doesn't equal Dallas Goddard or, or Travis Kelsey or George Kittle. You need a guy like that. Where are you going to get a guy like that, right? Yeah, you're going to get a guy like that in the fourth round? Uh, no. So what's even the point of talking about tight end? You hope one of these guys develops into somebody like that, somebody like Jelani Woods, uh, maybe Kylan Granson. You need a guy who can block and catch. And then linebacker if Leonard can't play, but you can get one of those guys as we have seen downdraft. You know, Franklin, seventh rounder. Um, Speed, fifth rounder, right? I think he was a fifth rounder. Okereke, third rounder. You can get a guy later. Uh, Little Five Weekend, have fun, be safe. Don't let the weather, which is not going to be, uh, you know, a a force for good this weekend down in Bloomington. Don't let that ruin your time. Uh, The Women's Little Five today at 4, weather permitting. Men's Little Five Saturday at 2, weather permitting. Uh, James Harden ejected. You can't do this. Look. You can't, and this is what he did. You got the ball, and you you move your arm into a guy's junk, and you put him down. You can't do that and, and not get ejected. That's flagrant two. James Harden still moaning about it, going to wake up this morning moaning about it. But the 76ers won, so shut the hell up. The Warriors won last night. They beat the Kings, and, uh, you know, they came together behind the Draymond Green uh, expulsion. And they were playing at home. Don't bet against the Warriors. The Kings haven't won a series in forever. And the Warriors are coming off a championship. You think the Warriors aren't going to compete at some point this series? Please. Um, Malcolm Brogdon, the sixth man of the year in the NBA. The Pacers thought he could be the first man of the year. They thought he could be the best player on the on the first unit. As it turns out, what he is best at is being the best player on the second unit. Congratulations to Malcolm Brogdon. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Eric Wilson celebrating a birthday today. The great Michael Jensen, a fine representative of Camp Menominee, celebrating a birthday. He, a proud alum. The great Trey Womack celebrating a birthday. Uh, Dustin Adams, happy birthday. Matt Holly, 
happy birthday. And David Schuster, the great David Schuster, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, celebrate like hell. And if it's not your birthday, celebrate somebody else. And that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Be good to each other. Lift each other up. Don't pull each other down. Life's easy if you think about others. Think about yourself all the time. All you're going to be is disappointed. Think about others and how you can help them. It helps you too.